0: hello welcome to daily show podcast your podcast source for movie related news including movies premiering this week box office numbers dvd blu-ray streaming releases and any noteworthy developments in the movie world it's december 15 2017 i'm michael and with me is shannon hello what's the weekend box office look like
1: coco stayed at number one with another 18 million that's a total gross of 135 million not
0: bad in second place Justice League with nine and a half million in its fourth week. Total gross of two hundred and twelve million.
1: That doesn't seem so bad. It's held on to that second spot for a while. Number three, Wonder with eight million. That's a total gross of a hundred million. Wow, not bad.
0: Yeah, fourth week. The Disaster Artist with six million in its second week, and that's a total of almost eight million.
1: The last week it wasn't I mean, the first week it was out, it wasn't wide. Right. So that's why it went up so much. And number five, Thor Ragnarok, six million, total gross of 301 million.
0: What's opening in theaters this week?
1: Star Wars The Last Jedi. Star Wars Episode 8 The Last Jedi is the second film in the Star Wars sequel trilogy. Following the events of The Force Awakens, Rey begins her Jedi training under Luke Skywalker, who is unsettled about Rey's immense strength with the Force. Meanwhile, the Resistance prepares to continue the fight against the First Order, which is led by Kylo Ren and the mysterious Snoke. It stars Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, Adam Driver, Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Andy Serkis, Lupita Nyong'o, Tom Gleason. Anthony Daniels, and Gwendolyn Christie in returning roles with Kelly Marie Tran, Laura Dern, and Benicio Del Toro joining the cast. We'll be seeing it on Saturday.
0: We will. The tomato meter so far is 93% with 223 fresh, 16 rotten. Nice. 99% want to see it out of 55,000 users.
1: Yeah, I think it's ramping up to be one of the biggest openings ever, as it should be.
0: Well, sounds promising.
1: Yeah, I can't wait.
0: Also opening, Ferdinand. Ferdinand is a giant bull with a big heart who is mistaken for a dangerous beast and is captured and torn from his home and family. Determined to return to his family, he rallies a misfit team for the ultimate adventure. Set in Spain, Ferdinand proves you can't Judgeable by its cover. Stars John Cena, Kate McKinnon, Gina Rodriguez, Anthony Anderson, and David Diggs from Hamilton.
1: Oh, who does he play in Hamilton?
0: Lafayette and Jefferson?
1: Uh yes, I love him. This has eighty percent on the tomato meter, which is it's not bad. Only forty five reviews though.
0: Yeah. I wonder about the wisdom against putting anything up against a Star Wars movie.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, because Star Wars kind of gets everybody, I feel like. Kids like it, adults like it, yeah. What movie do you put up against it? Nothing.
0: Or something completely different. But this is clearly going for family.
1: Also out in limited release, The Ballad of Lefty Brown, Beyond Skyline, Bird Boy, The Forgotten Children, and Permanent. Do any of these look...
0: Well, The Battle of Lefty Brown, I think, had good reviews earlier in the week, but maybe
1: It's still, it's 89%, but it's only 10 reviews, so hard to know if that can
0: be Beyond hard. Skyline is a sequel to Skyline, which I believe we saw Did we? And I don't remember if it was, it was the Alien Invasion movie with Turk from Scrubs oh, yeah. And I can't remember, and there was a similar oh, one I don't aliens were coming and taking people's brains and putting them into robots or something
1: oh vaguely i don't think it was good though what did we like it i don't i don't remember liking it
0: no i don't think we liked it that much
1: i'm surprised it's i mean it's got right now it's it's at 78 which is not that bad oh now i remember permanent i did watch the uh trailer for this the other day and it uh it actually looks pretty cute. It looks kind of funny, but it's got no tomato meter, so I don't know.
0: I think Bird Boy was getting good reviews too. I think it. I think that's a foreign film.
1: So the really big news this week: the Walt Disney Company announced its acquisition of a major portion of 21st Century Fox for 66.1 billion. Disney will own Fox's film and television studios, its FX and Nat- National Geographic cable networks. Fox's regional sports networks. It's 39% stake in UK satellite television provider Sky and its international cable networks, including Star India. It also includes the film library, but not Fox News. So that's that's pretty huge. Um, It will take 12 to 18 months to get approval. So This isn't going to be, it's not like they own it right
0: now. Right, but...
1: But it's a huge company getting even huger.
0: And I saw that Bob Iger is extending his stay as CEO until 2021 to help with the merger. He's said a few times he was going to retire, I believe, but he keeps then extending it. So that gives him another few years to uh, see his vision through. It also would give Disney the controlling interest in Hulu.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I wonder what. If they're going to make any changes to it.
0: I don't know. But Iger said that that doesn't mean that that's going to become its streaming service that they were talking about. It's still going to be a separate thing, the Disney.
1: Of course, because why not find another way to charge us more money?
0: Right. So we'll see if that happens. But it would mean that X-Men and Fantastic Four could now be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of
0: cool. Yeah, and I'm sure they'll reboot Fantastic Four again. But I don't know what they'll do about X-Men, because <laughs> X-Men was actually... huh?
1: Has that been successful even once? I
0: yeah. think the first Fantastic Four okay. from the early 2000s did well. I mean, it did well enough to get a sequel, but I don't think the sequel was well-received. And then, then the reboot two or three years ago, I don't think did well at all. But X-Men is actually relatively well received so i don't know what they'll do if they'll just reboot it or try and integrate it somehow assuming yeah. this all goes through i
1: don't know i mean hugh jackman said he was not going to play wolverine again so i mean
0: but i also like saw something where to... he said he might do it if he if it meant he could be in the avengers so oh. this would allow for that okay but who knows according to the rap.com Punisher has been renewed for a second season on Netflix. No premiere date has been set yet, but it's likely to not come out until at least 2019, since 2018 has Jessica Jones Season 2, Luke Cage Season 2, and Daredevil Season 3.
1: Okay. Uh, I guess it must have done well, actually. Yeah,
0: I think it it said it was well-received. I just started watching them. You like them? It's okay.
1: I really haven't heard anybody talking about it. Not like when daredevil first came out of course i didn't really hear anybody talking about jessica jones or luke cage very much
0: i also thought this was interesting because i didn't know if they were going to continue making shows for netflix or not oh right because of the disney streaming service right. but it looks like they are at least the time being i kind of thought maybe they were just gonna go with whatever's already been announced and that would be it.
1: Deadline reports TriStar is setting Matt Shackman to direct The Phantom Tollbooth, a live-action hy- hybrid adaptation of Norton Juster's classic children's book. Shackman is the artistic director of the Geffen Playhouse, who spent five years as executive producer of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and directed two Game of Thrones episodes last season, Eastwatch and The Spoils of War. This will be his first feature film. It sounds like something we'll probably want to see.
0: According to the Hollywood Reporter, George Lucas has kind words for The Last Jedi. The Star Wars creator recently screened the highly anticipated upcoming installment and thought it was beautifully made, according to a rep for Lucas. She also said and in speaking with director Ryan Johnson after viewing it was complimentary. That's
1: nice. Wasn't was he not too involved in making this movie i thought he was he wasn't
0: involved he hasn't been involved in any of the new movies almost at all at all
1: i thought he was still had a title and was like a consultant or something no when
0: the force awakened when when the disney acquisition happened it was announced that he would still be involved and he would be like a um creative consultant
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, creative consultant. That's
0: but the then they decided to go a different way than the ideas that he had provided with the scripts that he provided in the sale for the sequel trilogy. So he basically, it seems like he removed himself completely, and he wow. hasn't had almost anything to do. So he and he also, and then when the Force Awakens came out, he made a bunch of comments, which made it seem like he wasn't very happy that he had sold to Disney. Really. So, but it seems like I I remember hearing that he had said good things about Rogue One, and now he's saying good things about this one. And I mean, I think he said nice enough things about The Force Awakens, but it seemed more maybe generic. Too sad for him. Maybe
1: it's almost too sad for me. Um, I heard this one is like a little funnier, so maybe it's a I don't know. I don't know if it's lighter altogether. But... We'll see. Yeah, Seth Rogen to play Walter Conkite in David Gordon Green drama Newsflash, according to the Hollywood Reporter. The film recounts the events of November 22nd, 1963, as television news stations race to report the facts of President John F. Kennedy's assassination in Texas. Yeah, that's an interesting casting choice. I like it, though.
0: It's a rare, dramatic role. Mm -hmm. But he's worked with
1: this uh, director before. Correct. So. I think I think Seth Rogen has more range than he's had a chance to show us yet. That's what I predict.
0: Probably. Well, the article I read pointed out that he was in um, that Steve Jobs movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was good in that, but still, I mean, Walter Cronkite is, you know, even more serious. Right. I mean, he played Waz, right? Mm-hmm. So that wasn't like as different. So I don't know, but I, I, I think he could do it. I, uh, I don't doubt it.
0: According to the rap, there's a number of new animated series coming to Netflix in 2018 from DreamWorks, including a boss baby series, a troll series, and a Shira reboot.
1: That's cool. I mean, the more kids shows, the better, especially from Netflix, they're usually and DreamWorks are usually good.
0: Yeah, I found the Shira reboot to be the most interesting, because that's not based on an existing film of theirs.
1: Now it's time for a sponsor break. Is
0: Rey a Skywalker or a Kenobi or a Palpatine? Maybe. Find out in Star Wars The Last Jedi. Maybe. That's a promise. What's new on streaming services this week?
1: Netflix has made some new originals. Judd Apatow, The Return. I believe that's a, a stand-up show i think so erased season one troll hunters part two and wormwood they have also a couple of unoriginals the santa claus that's one two and three and catwoman
0: on amazon crown heights nightcrawler and rosewater
1: i I always wanted to see rosewater that's like john stewart's movie right yep now i have no reason not to hbo got logan stars got broke down palace the golden child and showtime got away from her that i've wanted to see but i believe it's going to be too painful and i can't watch it and out on dvd and blu-ray kingsman the golden circle i remember we covered this when it came out on came out in the theater so i guess we're finally uh caught up to movies and- in a weird way we've been doing this for longer than i thought yeah i guess
0: that was september so about three months
1: we've really been doing this in september wow home again detroit fuller house the complete second season game of thrones the complete seventh season and luke cage the complete first season so the numbers are in on our poll from last week watching a bad movie is fun boring or agonizing 17% 17% went with fun, 50% went with boring, 33% went with agonizing. Yeah, that's, I mean, I definitely don't really consider it fun, but 17% do. That seems about right.
0: Yeah, depends on the depends on the movie.
1: I do know quite a few people who do enjoy that, yeah. I don't know, I go between boring and agonizing.
0: Depends on the movie and depends on how bad it is.
1: It's true. But I don't ever want to seek out that experience of going to watch a bad movie. Some people really do seek that out.
0: So we're going to put up a new poll for this week uh, related to Star Wars, since it's coming out this week. In The Force Awakens, when Finn gives BB-8 a thumbs up and BB-8 sticks out his lighter, is BB-8 giving him a thumbs up back, giving Finn the finger, or attempting to light Finn's cigarette? <laughs> you can vote on this poll at Daily Show Pod uh, on Twitter. And this is an argument that me and Shannon have had since The Force Awakens came out. I believe he's giving him a thumbs up back.
1: To me, that doesn't make sense in the situation. I mean, he just got him to tell a secret he wasn't supposed to tell. So and plus the it's fire which looks aggressive to me so it kind of seems like a middle finger to me. But it's what I he has,
0: I could be wrong. and I mean BB-8 decided to help him, decided to go along with his uh, ruse. So it makes sense that he's just giving him a thumbs up back. Like uh, he's chosen to trust. I feel Finn like for he's whatever mad reason he's bullying
1: him into telling something he knows he's not supposed to and he's lying to the girl who bb8 really likes because she saved him so i don't i think he's also mad at him about that
0: well maybe we can get in touch with jj abrams and see (laughs) what his intention was
1: well let's see what our audience thinks is more likely okay and then we'll have to see where we go from there okay and that's our show If you have any feedback, you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com. Our Facebook page is Daily Show. Our Twitter account is Daily Show Pod. Our website is dailyshow.com. Hope you enjoyed the show and talk to you next time.